You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Hello, listeners, and thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. I'm Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. So today we wanted to talk about a subject that perhaps as we continue to do our spiritual work and our healing work and our intuitive work, most of the time we have goals and and a lot of that is to become, I'll speak for myself. I, I shouldn't speak for either one of you or anyone else, but for me, I certainly want to increase my awareness, increase my compassion, my forgiveness, lose my judgment. And I want to um, contribute to the collective, you know, to add peace and joy instead of bringing in anger and judgment and and prejudice, whatever else I was carrying. So my question is, you know, I, I heard a, a story of uh, someone uh, who had an encounter that both people are spiritual and there was an argument or a disagreement actually that ensued. And it's very interesting when you're on the outsides, when you can look at both people who are both coming from a place of pain or um, feeling disempowered, feeling violated or disempowered, right? It's so easy to expect that both those people should not be acting that way, right? Because both people have been, you know, they're healers or they're, or they're uh, they work on themselves. They've had many uh, a class, many an opportunity to know what's a, a place of peace and what's a place, you know, of fear. So I was wondering, what do you, do you ladies find yourself looking at people who've done spiritual work and expecting more maybe of them? Mm-hmm. And, and if so, is that fair of us to do it? Is that natural or what do we think? Are we supposed to just say, oh, well, they're, well, they're, they're people too, and they're going to hurt and they're going to have fits and that's okay. Or do we say, no, you know, put your work where you're, you know, where your, yeah. where your efforts are. There's no excuse for that. What do you guys think? I think it's natural. You know, when people talk about love and light and the divine feminine, it's natural to assume that's going to be reflected in their personality. Um, but it's not fair in my opinion, because I find that people work on what it is they need the most, right? So if they're coming at a deficit in terms of, uh, emotional intelligence and, and thinking about others, you know, that whole intuition and all that, then you would, I would think be drawn to study that, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're coming into it as a master. So I don't think it's fair. I know that I'm hard on myself. I know that I look askance at people when they blow up and they're supposedly love and light. And, you know, and I have to remind myself, I blow up too. It's, we're still human. You know, when we were talking before the show, I mentioned nobody who's perfect has to do self-work. They're done, right? It's only imperfect people who are working on themselves, who are in the healing arts and and all of that. We're all imperfect people. So people can have a bad day and people can also be working on long-term problems. 
And so their behavior is not what you would expect. Yeah. And I like before when we were talking before we started recording was how you brought up, um, you know, in this lifetime, people, people could be working on something and we're judging them because they're not, what did you say you were? Um, oh, they, the little incremental yeah. growth, they, they may only get to, let's say second grade, but at least the next life they'll be starting at third grade and they are making progress. We're just judging it because we think they should be further along because they happen to be working on divine feminine or working on be, having a more loving attitude. And you're right. It's very unfair. Um, you know, I've been accused when I've lost my temper or didn't agree with something. However, I re- reacted instead of responded, you know, Oh, I thought you're taking your classes. Oh, you know, oh, I thought you're this. And, and that oh, does is really obviously make me even matter. And then I think about, gosh, the responsibility, just because why is it with, with spiritual work that the expectation that we can never have a human uh, emotion that's negative uh, again is, 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 it's just not tolerated. It's a lie. Uh, and know? it's not the human yeah. experience. I'm sorry. Even the Dalai Lama gets mad. I mean, is it because on. we see a lot? So are, I mean, do you think it's because a lot of the mentors come across as happy and, and, and I think peaceful so. and we're not seeing that other side of them on the streets getting cut off or I fighting so. with the spouse? Yeah. Or yeah, having, you know. yeah, something won't upload to their computer and yeah. watch them lose it, you know? <laughs> or nobody talks about the divine anger. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks anger divine is the name. anger. Well, explain what's divine anger. The divine anger. I've heard it recently come up, divine anger. And I'm just like, you know, divine anger can be, it's an outlet. It's um, It's a forward action. It could... It's okay to feel anger. It's divine too. That's what I mean by divine anger. Can I build on that a little bit? Um, Because Stephanie, if you had done the workbook exercise, (laughs) (laughs) it's a little inside joke. Um, Anger is an amazing tool. Yeah, Uh, It is indicating that something has crossed a line for you. Your boundaries are being violated. That's too strong a word, but but I'm going to use it, um, have been violated in some way. And it's indicating where you need to look in terms of what needs to be corrected. Now, the problem, I believe, is that people then act from this anger. And that's not what it's for. It's a tool to help identify, to spotlight where some attention needs to be paid and where once you have that focus... Or, you know, process the anger, move it aside, but your actions should be from a place of wisdom. And if not love, then maybe compassion or at least empathy. You don't act from anger. That's where all the problems yeah. and the karma comes from. You act from a place of wisdom and calm and neutrality. You know, you let your actions come from neutrality if you can't come from compassion or love because you are so angry. But yeah, Heather's right. I agree with her. It's divine anger. This is a tool to say something's wrong here. You're not going to be happy with this. You need you need to look. But and, and give yeah. yourself permission to be angry. It's okay. Yeah. Just don't act on it. It's okay. Anger yeah. is okay. Anger is an okay emotion. Well, see, that's something right that yeah society no. does not say that right? right. Anger when you express anger, 
you, well, you know, certainly in school or even could be in the household, you are ostracized for it. You're pointed out that, you know, you're having a fit. You're not, you're not, you know, doing, you're not, um, you're, you're out of, out of control. It's seen as a negative thing. Well, you're thing, acting upon it. Then. Right. Especially. Yeah. And then, and then our, our, uh, society views it and we see many people you know, on any given day you have a video of someone losing it you know like cutting a person off or we see road rage whatever this is all anger and we see oh terrible we judge it how dare they not you know they lose control and then of course like you said angela then they're reacting from that place and it just goes out of control and on the other side we talk about is that it's not good to hold your anger because it'll make you sick but right we're, how are we taught to deal with it they're they're I mean, maybe the next generations are going to have some kind of guidance, but I never did. Um, I, I never saw, I always saw anger as bad or scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never saw anyone use it like a tool, like, okay, I'm mad. Let's all calm down now. I'm exactly. mad. What am I going to do with this anger? Yeah. 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 And you know what, Stephanie, uh, going back to something that you said, you know, maybe the, the, the next generation can figure it out because I haven't, you know, you can always be open to it right now saying, Hey, I choose to be open on how to divinely use anger as a tool instead of, mm-hmm. you know, um, not thinking that you'll, you'll never get it in this moment. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I, I definitely, I believe for myself, I have, um, really try to come up from a place of responding instead of reacting when I'm in anger. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean every single time, but I can tell, well, you know, I can't guarantee anything. Um, I feel like I would never have any kind of big explosion of anger again. I'd like to think that. And I mean, like if someone cut me off or just something that would really get me mad, I don't even know what that would be. I'd like to think that I would be calm enough. I, I hope I would. But if I did go to a place where I did rant and rave, go crazy, I'd really like to believe that after I went through all that, that I could take it, look at it and say, now, okay, what did I accomplish? And and what kind of, you know, uh, shrapnel went everywhere and I don't need to clean that up. Let me talk to the person. Perhaps I, yeah. you know, went off on mm-hmm. or how can I rectify it and bring peace or learn from it? Certainly learn from yeah. it so that I don't, create that again. Cause the, the end result is look, what, what I personally don't want to do is affect other people. I mean, if, if, if you're just, you know, going to get shrapnel because I'm mad at someone else and I'm yelling at you, that's, that's just wrong. And that's what we see in our society, you know, people, innocent people being affected by an angry person that has nothing to do with their circumstance. Yeah. And, and you just, you continue it. It's this yeah. wave of anger that who knows what started it because you piss somebody off and they turn, go in their route and piss somebody off in a totally, you know, right. you got caught off in yes. uh, the freeway. So now you ruin someone's day in the supermarket. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that person, you know, it's just like, right. it, who knows where it started? Exactly. And so, yeah, it's that sense of, okay, I'm going to acknowledge that I'm angry because, and then, but I'm not going to pass it on. You know, like when I get cut off in traffic, I have to remind myself, it doesn't matter who is in my car, they would still, that other car would have done the same thing. So clearly it's not me. You know, it's not personal. That usually takes the sting out a little. And then I can say, okay, why, why, if this is not personal, am I daydreaming of a vendetta against their entire family (laughs) right now? You know, 
<laughs> and depending on the nature of the violation in traffic, um, it usually has to do with respect. Like if, if, I if I see that I'm disrespected or people are disrespecting other people, it scares me because it makes me feel the world is going into chaos, right? Mm -hmm. So if you can put the anger aside and start to look at the root of it, it has very little to do what's actually going on in the moment. It, it, that happened to strike um, a chord in the original kernel of what that root is. Can I throw any more metaphors at this? Um, that root <laughs> is <laughs> that's causing the pain. And I think that's it's easier to stay in anger sometimes because people don't want to look, don't want to trace down to the root of why am I feeling this way? Because mm -hmm. it can be really unsettling, mm -hmm. you know, well, 100% when you just, because if you, and I believe it's a course of miracles, I repeat the love and fear um, theory all the time, but I, I should really <laughs> investigate where it comes from. I think it's from the course of miracles. I believe mm -hmm. so. Um, when, when you look at everything comes from love and fear and, wow that anger is fear-based. So if, when you start to explore it, like you say, Angela, you may not like the answers, but it's so freeing because you say, okay, I'm reacting. I'm angry. What? Someone cut me off. What does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, they disrespected me. Okay. Let's take disrespect. Why are you worried about people disrespecting me? What is that triggering? Right? Yeah. Because, uh, well, you know, um, then from there you can go. And usually people, something may pop in your head. It may be an old, an old something, you know, my mom used to, my partner used to, uh, yeah. my boss did whatever. And then you just continue to follow. And before you know it, you're not mad at the person that cut you off anymore. You're now yeah. open to whole can of worms that hopefully you're going to be able to, to get some healing from, or, or maybe not it may take longer than that. Or just but. some insight because, you know, like, right. Some getting insight. cut off in traffic that happens to us right mm -hmm. it's also very interesting when you notice yourself being triggered and angry over other people's stories that have nothing to do with you it's yeah. like so why are you getting all caught up in the drama well because it is resonating mm -hmm. you know there, there's usually for me if i'm like about somebody else you know seized up about somebody else's story there's usually a fear element Right. And, and and I think, so I okay, scared. if this was a bunch of ants, if I was watching the same scenario and it was ants, I wouldn't be emotionally like, because I would know as a person, right. I'm bigger than the ants. It's not going to hurt me. Right. So like I, I have to work to take the fear out or the anger is an indication for me, usually fear. So get those out. Okay. Now that I feel safe. Let's look at this because I don't want to keep coming back to this feeling. And sometimes, yes, it's triggered by somebody else's story. Sometimes it's triggered by traffic. Like whatever it is, it's the same root cause being expressing itself in different ways. And I, I want to eradicate that or absorb it and bring it to a higher vibration. I, I don't want to be lowered to its vibration anymore. And finding out what your mirror is. What is it mirroring back to you? Say somebody's triggers you. What is that mirroring back? Like what, what did you see in that person that you don't like that you do in yourself? Mm -hmm. It's always a tough one for me. Do you think either one of you, if you take the same scenario, you're dealing with someone spiritual, like we, we, what we said, and, um, they become angry and you're dealing with them. That's one expectation. Do you think you're harder on them or a person who doesn't that you don't know and you don't know if they have any spiritual um, background? Are you 
apt to be more compassionate because you're like, oh, they're a mogul. You know, they, they, they don't, they don't <laughs> like I say, I don't expect anything from them. So I'm just going to take the higher ground. Or would it be, do you have the same expectation or, I mean, does that even affect you? Do you? I, I think we in the spiritual world hold each other accountable more yeah. than we mm-hmm. do say a yeah. muscle. So yeah. We, yeah. we put, we put ourselves, we put everybody on it. Whoever's on the spiritual path up on a some eggs pedestal and say, you're not allowed down from that to have a human moment or experience. Yeah. You should know better. You should know yeah. better, but you know what? And, but that also means that here, here's your boundaries, you know, your boundaries are being triggered and what do you go from, from there? How do you, when somebody violates your, your, your boundary, your space, or, you know, they overstep, you know, that's also a conversation that we should have as well about, you know, knowing your boundaries and your space and not allowing someone to walk all over you and treat you like pond scum. Yeah. I had a really hard time. I think I shared with you guys a coworker who was going through a lot, but this person blew up at me. I mean, at twice, right? Once on the phone, which another coworker was on with me and I checked in with him. I was like, give me your honest assessment. Did I do something? Am I, you know, nothing happens in a vacuum. And he was like, it was not your fault. It was like, no, you were a bystander. Like, no, you happened to be the target. This, So I was like, okay, this person again blew up with me this time on Zoom with another person on there. And I was like, okay, now I'm shaking and I'm in tears, right? Because this coworker was something that I had been helping and, and mentoring along. Um, and for whatever reason, they're going through stuff, but you don't, I'm sorry. It, it was really, it's, I, I can say that I can have compassion for where this person's at and I can empathize, but I'm, I, it, I'm very slow. I'm like an ice cube melting when it comes to forgiveness, to true forgiveness, because I have to be very polite to this person. You know, I don't have the choice of distancing myself, um, I have to interact. So that usually takes longer for me to forgive because I'm kind of violating my own boundaries. Like I know myself, I need space. If you have done that, I mean, I was in tears when we hung up. I was shaking because this person, it was just so disrespectful. And and even I could see, anyway, it's so hard to tell the story and not like, give away, you know, who it is or whatever, because it's not my place to do that. But I'm still working through that. I'm still working through that. When we're all on a Zoom together, I I look at a different (laughs) square, even though I'm talking to that person, supposedly, like, I just like, because I know if I look at that person, I'm still in recovery. And I've had to really be patient with myself, but it's a fine dance between being patient, but not letting myself stay stuck, you know, like keep pushing the envelope towards being able to forgive this person. But at the same time, you know, this person wanted to go to lunch and just talk and never said sorry. And I and I thought, I'm not going to sit at a table with you alone just because you're trying to just move on. It, it's no. So I, I respect, I said very respectfully, I appreciate that. But I think from right now I'm more comfortable 
keeping it to Zoom or on the phone or through email, but I appreciate the offer. Um, they still haven't apologized. Um, and they kind of did that because the owner of the company told them they had to. Uh, so it's a fine dance, right? I'm, I'm keeping my boundary, but I'm not, I'm acknowledging when they try to reach out, but I still have to keep myself safe. And I don't feel safe around this person because I don't know that they won't blow up again. So I think I'm babbling. I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of like what we've talked about in the past, though. When we make it about our, I mean, it was about you because it was directed to you. But when we talk about the bigger picture, when people, re, you know, come out of anger like that, it's about them. That's their stuff, oh. you know, and um, that person is not a spiritual person, right? So you right. were, you didn't expect, well, other than an apology, you don't expect anything of them. You don't expect them to know better, but you, you believe yeah. that they could possibly do again. So you just keep your distance. But you know, as yeah. a functioning adult, okay. I kind of expected <laughs> more from this person, <laughs> you know? So I'm, I, I don't want to talk it all up to like, you're not on the spiritual path. So, you know, you do you. No, there's still social contracts. You still have to be nice. It, it's, it's, do you, do you have to be nice? Well, you? unless you want to like be ostracized or well, in some jail. People play the, what, what, some people play that role, right? So well, let me say um, respectful. Like yeah. we are as a society have yeah. come up with the expectation that we all prefer to respect each code. other, yeah. you know? Um, it's some your choice whether you want to or not. Though. Right. And some people, their version of what respect is, is different than oh, ours, as, yeah. right? As we, as we come to see. And for other people that maybe that person is fine, doesn't bug them. And right, for you, we all have those certain people um, who just rub us the wrong way or affect us in ways that other people don't seem to be affected. And, yeah. and you know, is that it's a past life thing? Is it something that's coming up for us to learn? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's all of the above. I think you yeah. got, you got, you got past lives that flavor this lifetime. You got, you got power and control energies that are, you know, sprinkling a little of their special, you know, stardust on things and hells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you got your own stuff that, that, you have created in this lifetime soul baggage soul history and then you know it's just it's a whole it's a whole lot to process and don't expect to be processing it all in one sitting or even a day or two you know just give yourself some space to see however long you know what I mean we put expectations of how long we need it needs to be fixed instead of just being like I want this fixed and you know, I'll, I'll keep at it however long, however long it takes, or if it can be fixed. Right. If it can, Have either one of you, uh, you know, have had um, an encounter, if you will, or a scenario with someone who is on the spiritual path and it just, it's either not, not even exploded. Maybe it, maybe it did explode or maybe it just got to a weird, ugly place. Uh, have you had a deal with that where you're like, gosh, how, you know, I, I don't know how to move forward with that person, or I don't understand why it even happened, but there is no recourse and I mean, know, there's I'm, no blame on anything. It's just, it is what it is. That's when you can two split ties and walk away. Just be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. right. 
this too, this season has ended for us. Mm-hmm. Right. The season has ended. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing Everybody's to not going to right. always get along. You know, and I've vibe, been right. part of groups where I just thought, I don't like, I don't like this. We don't mm-hmm. really wouldn't choose to be around yeah. each other. And just because we're all love and light, it's yes. like, yes. And, and this person right. was, you know, a teacher. And I just thought, but I, I don't even think you like me. So <laughs> why am I here? You know, it's like, what are we doing? I don't. So, yeah. That's such a good point to bring up Angela, right? Because yeah. if we, you know, I think all of us have gone to groups and stuff and, and right. If the intention is we're all going to be learning together, whether it's again, intuitive work, healing, what have you, but there's just some people you just, just not filling it with no. and their intention is the same, but we're, we're just like, we're, it's just not a good chemical, chemical mix. I don't know. Energetic mix. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is that okay. everybody's an empath and they're putting up with it. So everybody's feeling putting up with it. You know what I mean? It's and like, everybody's miserable, but they show up because yeah. it's love and light. It's yeah. love and light, but they're putting up with it. But they think everybody else, are you just putting up with me? No, are you just putting up with me? You know, it's just like. Yeah. And I think the difference between, because it happens like that's life. We don't always get along with the people right, we, right. we're around. But I think when you're on the spiritual path, you do the same thing. You leave, but you try to mine it for pieces of wisdom and lessons learned. Oh, and yeah, for me personally, it. Yeah. I mine it so that I can help somebody else if they're in that situation. Like, here's what I went through, or here's what I noticed. Yeah. So I think as a spiritual person, it's easier to um, see the gift of it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you have to put up with it. You know, it can be like the gift is it's done and I learned and I'm walking away. So what if you're the third the third wheel watching this go between two friends? Oof. You know? And yeah. you're kinda you're kinda sitting there and people are coming to you back and forth. You know, when is it rightful to be like knock off the shenanigans or asking yourself, is this rightful that I step in? Is this rightful that I talk to the other person? Or if they come talking to you, is it rightful, you know, for you to interject? And that's another question that you have to ask yourself. If you're that third person, you know, you really need to have a heart to heart talk with the truth of who you are. Cause I've been in those situations where people have come to me asking for advice and my heart center is like, no, no, Don't do it again. <laughs> and you know what? The the truth of who you are honors whatever choice you pick in that moment. But if if it's your heart centered talking, it's like, nope, you need to stay, stay back, stay out of this because there's some soul contract going on that needs to be worked out. And if you step into the middle of it, you know, you're not honoring you 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 might not be honoring that soul contract between the two because you want to fix it so that you mm-hmm. feel better because you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because you feel uncomfortable instead of letting them work it out where it needs to be worked out. So in my opinion, I completely agree with everything you say. In my opinion, where I've had the most success is helping each side understand themselves better, but not prescribing. Like I hate it when people tell me, Oh, just go talk to them. It's like, no, I know if I'm wounded, oh, like, gee, that didn't occur to me. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> I, I, but because I take longer, you know, some people are like a speedboat, they can turn around and it's authentic and it's like on a dime. I'm like an ocean cruiser. It's going to take a long time, 
I will like get there. Ship around. Yeah, <laughs> to turn that ship around. Uh, it's, I'll get there, but um, I don't like to be pressured into it because somebody else feels uncomfortable watching what's going down. Okay. I need to be authentic. But that, because of that uncomfortableness on my part, and I've always been that way as a child, um, I've always noticed other people do it faster. And I'm like, okay, well, let's work towards being able to do that faster. But in the meantime, I'm going to honor my boundaries. And I am faster than when I was a child. But it really got me into the habit of when I'm the middle person, helping each side understand themselves better and feel safe again, and then letting them do what they will do. You know, that I, I, I'm I not a big fan of mediation, but that's because that's not been my superpower. Maybe if somebody is awesome at it and that's what they're on earth to do, then yeah help them work it out together. But I would say helping helping each side come to a deeper understanding of why it happened and that nothing happens in a vacuum. Yeah. Even even then, I I would suggest our listeners checking in if it's rightful for them to do it, to even do that. Check with yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because you could be <laughs> mentally putting in your process of that instead of your heart center into that process. Yeah. Just because you'd like for everybody to get along yeah. doesn't mean everybody's supposed to get along. That's true. But yeah. what if you're in a situation and you're closer to one person than the other, and that person really expects your your support and wants you know wants you to validate them in a way that shows the other person they're wrong, right? And uh, that you know that's a tough thing to do because then they have that person could be feeling like you're letting them down. You know, yeah. you're my person I turn to, you're my rock. You're supposed to be, you know, the one who, who helps me and you're staying neutral, which then makes it feel like you're not supporting me. Right. Right. Well, and I, I say this that, in code, it's very confusing, but how about for me, it's always, I've got sisters. So when it's two sisters and I'm in the middle, you know, mm-hmm. and that's hard. That's, that's super right. hard. You know? That's why and we all yeah. do spiritual work, but you know, it, it's all lost for not in some many moments. right? So. Well, and that's the beauty of family, right? It's like, Oh, it's adorable. You just finished another chapter in your spiritual book. Okay. Here's the test. Reread it. <laughs> Can't tell you how many times I have to reread a book because of my sisters. Um, yeah. I, I think, you know, that's where you have to really, and I don't have the answer for this, right? Because I'm, I totally feel for you. But if I was to guess, I would say this is where you learn the line between um, holding space and enabling. Mm-hmm. Like if you need me to be on your side, like I will tell you, I totally validate your feelings and I would probably react the same way, but I'm not going to tell you the other person's wrong if I don't really believe they're wrong. I may believe they're wrong. If I do, I'll tell you. And I'm going to use air quotes around wrong. Um, But if I see where your part in it is, maybe I won't tell you right away. made that mistake with a sister. Um, (laughs) But I won't. I'm not going to enable you. I'm not going to make you feel better by building up my, not lying, but you know what I'm trying to say? Not being truthfully you know, honest, yeah, not being authentic. Like, in it, right? I mean, yeah. You're holding back on that, which makes 
one person think, okay, yeah, they got my back because you're fully not saying, well, you could have done this, this, and this, because you don't yeah. want that anger coming. You, you don't want to get involved where the anger is directed at you. So right, you yeah. keep a place, right. but are you being a hundred percent honest? You know, that's the question. Um, and be honest up front, like ask the person, like I, I heard yesterday in the women's group, one of the, one of the mothers asks their child, what do you want to hear now? Do you want to hear the opinion of the spiritual healer or do you want me to just shut up and listen? And the child will say, I want your opinion or I want you to just shut up and listen mm -hmm. and ask the other person. My, my best friend's the same way. She, she's like, right now, I just want you to lie to me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I will lie that's to you. Great direction. I, love that. I like that. I, like I that. love that. Yeah, that's wonderful. I love that's that. That's good actually. because that's all she needs. And you can do that at the time. Yeah. Right? I mean, because you're, you know, and that's that. I like that, quite frankly. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. That's great. One last thought. There is, and this might be because I'm watching all these Korean dramas right now. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> but they all seem to be about, or the ones I'm choosing seem to be about reincarnation and and they keep meeting each other across all these lives. And you just think, just do it differently this time. Come on. I know every instinct in you is screaming to in most cases, plunge the sword into the person because they're big on swords for some reason. But um, what I brought, what I brought into that was, um, can I approach something just a little differently this time? Can I break that karmic cycle and do it a little differently this time? And so I'm looking at these moments of anger that are popping up, um, like in traffic, let's say, and I think, okay, in this second, still being authentic, can I, can I process this just a little bit differently? And it comes up a lot with my husband. Um, cause that's the beauty of a spouse, right? They, they can push your buttons without even meaning to, and I know he doesn't mean to. So can I stop every natural instinct I'm about to have to be, you know, all pissy and everything, and just do it a little differently this time and just change that little karmic, that little um, uh, tie that we have to our past lives and just sort of fray it, maybe not sever it, but just fray the knot just a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes perfect sense. Well, it's using your your tools for sure, you know, in, in a way yeah. that I think is it's there's not too much expectation on yourself. You're, you're just working with it. And, yeah. and as we close out how we started with these expectations of each other in our uh, spiritual growth, any advice of how we can approach each other a little bit, um, a little bit easier with more compassion and ourselves as well, right? We're not mm -hmm. supposed to be perfect. This is not an overnight process. People get mad. People get sad. Um, what do you think the best we can do is what? Well, I would say when you're witnessing somebody else's blow ups, mm -hmm. because it's very easy when you're blowing up, even though it's we're still hard on ourselves, we know everything internally that went up to that blow up. When you witness somebody else and you're kind of surprised and, you know, the little shaming gremlins come out like, well, they should know better. That, and we've been using the terms muggle and spiritual, right? It was the muggle that blew up in that moment. It wasn't the person who's been studying, right? But they're trying to merge the two, but they're not merged yet. It's like that whole Will Smith thing at the Oscars. It's like, 
what he did was wrong, but he's not a bad man. It's a good man having a very bad moment. That doesn't make what he did right, but let's not condense, condemn someone for the rest of their life for one bad moment. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing like with your spiritual friends. They're having a muggle moment and hopefully they'll be able to get back to the spiritual stance and analyze it from there and be honest with the, everything about themselves. But that's how I see it. It's like yeah, spiritual person having a muggle moment. Right. And then also, yeah. And I would also like, if your friends are having meltdowns, see if there's a pattern and then at a different time, maybe bring that pattern up to, if it happens over and over again, just say, you know, from a person looking outside in, I see a pattern here that might be worth looking at. Only if asked. Only if asked. (laughs) I've been on both sides of that. And (laughs) Yeah, only if asked. Because you know what? The message will be lost. The message will be lost. That's very true. (laughs) That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. So in the end, go out, be good humans, do the best you can, forgive yourself when you're not. And drive properly. And drive properly. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Good luck. God bless. All right, listeners, that's all the time that we have today. We want to thank you for tuning in to the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. Remember, when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 